Hello and welcome to the Lancet podcast. Richard Lane with you here on Thursday, June the 7th. This week we're focusing on a research article published online today, that is June the 7th, and in an upcoming issue of the Lancet. And it's an important study and it concerns an increased risk of brain tumours and leukaemia from children exposed to ionising radiation from CT scans. But just before we hear from two of the authors of that paper detailing these findings at a press conference held in London this week, just to mention that the upcoming issue of The Lancet, which is dated June the 9th to the 15th, concerns sustainable development with some important research and review information leading up to the Rio Summit which is looking at the Earth's Sustainable Development Programme, including health. So do look out for that in the new issue of The Lancet coming out on June 8th. But let's now hear from first Dr Mark Pierce, and secondly Professor Sir Alan Craft from Newcastle University in the United Kingdom. This study was funded by the Department of Health in the UK and the US National Cancer Institute, looking into the use of CT scans in childhood and the potential consequences in terms of subsequent cancer. And so what we found, in, in the, uh, the, as you see from the, the title of the press release, that we found that CT scans in childhood could triple the risk of leukaemia and brain cancer, but that is dependent on the actual number of scans they have. It's also important to point out, we have not studied the number of scans, we've actually looked at radiation doses, which is an important distinction because of the way that doses vary. I'm going to start with our main findings, and then I'll talk a bit more about why we did this study, and what we did, and then come back to, sort of go back to the findings again. Our main findings are concentrated in children under 15 years of age and that the risk of a subsequent brain tumour following a CT scan is tripled if you have two to three head CTs and the risk of leukaemia is tripled with five to ten head CTs. The reason that we have two to three and five to ten is because we've looked at the doses that an organ gets so for example the brain for brain tumours and the red bone marrow for leukaemia risk and the doses vary with age. And so part of that is dependent with the leukemia risk on the change in bone marrow distribution across the body with increasing age. And so that's the reason why we, uh, we, can't, be, we can't give a, a, um, an absolute number in terms of the number of CT scans that do cause the tripling in risk because it differs, differs with different age groups. Where these numbers come from, so two to three um, head CTs and five to 10 head CTs in leukemia, is what it takes to get up to around 50 milligram of radiation dose to the brain or the red bone marrow. For a tripling of risk, you have a, re- a relative risk of three. So that's a tripling of risk where you compare to those with no dose from CT. Now, to get to 50 milligram for leukemia, you need between five and 10 CT scans to the head. Head CTs give a fairly large, one of the larger Um, doses to the red bone marrow but it's by no means the same dose that you get to the brain. The brain dose is much higher because of the way that the radiation exposure is centred on the brain. A tripling of risk with uh, in terms of brain tumours is still 50 milligram but it corresponds to only two to three CT scans of the head. So to take a step back about why we studied this the first thing that I think we all agree on is that CT scans are very useful but they also have relatively high doses, particularly when you compare to x-rays, about 10 times the dose from an x-ray. And the increasing usage around the world has raised concerns about whether the more needs to be done to assess safety and uh, in particular justification of use. There is evidence that low-dose radiation can result in an increased risk of cancer, but it's inconsistent, particularly in terms of the magnitude of the effect. While I've mentioned that CT has raised concerns in the past. 
No previous study has been able to do what we've done. The previous studies have used prediction models. So these are, these are based on existing risk estimates that everyone applies to, to radiation exposures with no empirical data. So ours is the first direct study of cancer risk in patients who've undergone a CT. In terms of what we did, we used the great resource of the NHS. Great as a clinical resource, but also good for a research tool. Patient details were obtained from radiology departments across Great Britain. The inclusion criteria that we used meant that all patients included within our study had to be under the age of 21 years at the time of the first scan. And we only went up to 2002 because radiation, um, if it's going to cause cancer, tends to take a while to do it, so you don't see an immediate effect of radiation. We estimated doses. That was done by our colleagues at the American National Cancer Institute. And we obtained cancer and mortality information from the National Health Service Central Registry. One of the issues with such studies is whether the associations could be due to patients who already have cancer. And so to get around this, we, we excluded patients with an existing cancer at the time of their first CT, but we also excluded patients within certain time periods depending on the cancer. So for leukaemia, it's, it's actually quite unlikely that a patient with leukaemia will have a CT in terms of their diagnosis or treatment. But we still took a two-year exclusion, so that any scans two years prior to a leukaemia diagnosis were excluded to make sure that we didn't have any issues with the, the, the timing of the diagnosis. Slightly different for brain tumours. CT is used for both the diagnosis and treatment of brain tumours. Treatment in terms of monitoring treatment rather than actually a, a treatment device. And so we use the five-year exclusion there. So any CT scans within five years of a brain tumour were excluded from the study. Again, to, make, to try and make sure that we have as little problems as possible in existing cancers affecting our results. To recap, we have found significant increases in the risk of leukaemia and brain tumours following CT in childhood and young adulthood. It's always good to balance such findings with why CT is used and the immediate benefits of CT outweigh the risks in many settings. Our view is that we need to make further reductions in CT doses and this should be a priority for both the clinical community and the manufacturers. The doses have come down but we need to make sure we can do more to reduce doses. And of utmost importance is that where CT is used, it should only be used where fully justified from a clinical perspective. The important thing which uh, Mark has emphasised is that CT scans are, have been a massive revolution in medicine and undoubtedly save lives. Uh, the obvious one is with head injuries, they, they do save lives, and undoubtedly they will continue to be used. But what this paper does is to confirm the basic premise that radiation, even in relatively small doses, does lead to uh, leukaemia or to a risk of, of leukaemia. And therefore, whenever you're going to do a CT scan, you should only do it if there is no reasonable alternative way of getting the answer that you want. But in the vast majority of um, clinical situations, certainly in the United Kingdom, the CTs are used very judiciously, knowing that the benefits will outweigh the risks. And what this paper does is just push that slightly uh, more firm than it has been, that people have doubted whether CT scans would cause leukaemia. This shows that it does and therefore you have to be even more circumspect than you were before in terms of using a CT scan.
Many thanks to Professor Kraft and earlier to Dr. Pierce and to you all for listening. See you next week.